This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? I'm good. If you're if you're listening now, I'm in Australia. Foggy, I was gonna <laughs> I just you know uh, I was gonna try and do an Australian uh, Good day, mate. Okay, I think that's right. Shrimp on the Bobby. Yeah. Exactly. They probably hate when people say that stuff there. Um Koala Bear. I'll let you know. Nor that's how they say no. I'll have to FaceTime yeah. you in so you can annoy you know everyone. Yeah, when you're che- when you're checking when you're checking in to the hotel, I'll do the check in. Yes, I'll have you do it. I'll just face FaceTime you in. To, right, we'll to take a room the with the Bobby. Exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. You're going Australia. I'm excited. It's one of my bucket list trips. I've, I, I'm I've with you on that bucket list. That's great. I want to like hold a koala or pet a kangaroo or some <sighs> shit. I don't know if you're allowed. To to do that these days yeah i think they give you one at the airport while you wait for right? your bag <laughs> just like here i want to do all the like lame touristy things that absolutely that do you think there. people say that about them i guess people do say that about I america go to the, yeah i want to go to the empire state building like right. i've never been to the empire state building but you have no urge you but a koala bear yes yes have yeah. you been to the emergency building I have. Okay. I've been there. Well, I guess you're it's not fine. from here. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I can't. Um, when I came on my first weekend in New York, right. I put on my um, Statue of Liberty crown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I went to the Empire State Building and I had a Coney. A Coney? Or a Coney. Uh, what, the Coney's not even here. A Coney 2012? I'm sorry. sorry. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, a, what, a, what a poll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who remembers Coney 2012? Um, when you said Coney, it like immediately. I was thinking of like a yeah. like a like a hot a Nathan's hot dog. But oh, in, is that what it's called? In the Midwest, they call them Coney's. Okay, like a Coney Island. Yeah, Coney oh, Island. Okay, that so, makes sense. So in the Midwest, they have Coney's, which are hot dogs with like slop on them with onion, mm-hmm. like chili and shit, and they call them Coney's, and they don't even have them here. Okay. Like they're named after here. That's funny. It's wow. weird. Yeah. So it's like a non-local local thing. Right. It's a very touristy thing. To it, say. It, it's it, there's a lot of levels. It's like looking into a mirror. Right. You know, seven thousand in a mirror. Yeah. You know, I'm off. I'm sorry. Well, you I, said I you're, came you're in, annoyed. What? Who are you? Annoyed well, I came at? in late. I was okay. I was on I was on time. You know when you're gonna be on time. Yeah. And then the world and comes you, at and you. You get a coffee. I walk in. I waltz <laughs> in with a coffee. I mean, I don't want to show the name on YouTube, but I mean, it's. Was it a boutique coffee spot that doesn't have mobile ordering? And um, <laughs> a... here comes Jordana's Starbucks pitch. Yeah. Um, That's I... my issue with boutique coffee places. It's like they're doing the swirl and the latte right. art. It's like, just give me the fucking coffee. I have somewhere to go. You're right. A lot of swirls. Yeah. A lot of artwork. I, I go to this one place to eat breakfast every day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can time this perfectly. There was no line. I go, okay. I'll order... An, I get an Americano. Here's my order. Let's hear it. Um, this is in what case anyone tune ever in. wants to send Jared a R- coffee. Right. And in case you guys don't like that we run a little long in the beginning. 
Let me waste your time a little more with my coffee order. This is why people tune into the UAP podcast. I get an Americano. Okay. Short. So I want a small Americano, but I want half. And I say to them, half as much water as you would usually use it. Americano is just espresso with water. So I want half as much. A little bit of sugar-free vanilla. This is exactly how I say it to the barista, too. I'm not annoying at all. Okay. Little bit of vanilla, sugar-free, and that's it. And then, so I do, so I go up and I'm like, I can get it now. There's no line. I'll order the Uber. Okay. All at the same time. So I order the Uber. I go, I, I, I go up there. I order it. They go, great. They know me there. They go, great. All set. I pay. And then they're just like hanging out. They're like, next. And I'm like, Hold on, this is we got to get going here. Like no one starts up oh, the they're coffee. They're like just taking their time. Yeah, there's just because they're not publicly traded like Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> got no investors that's... to keep happy. So I'm watching this, and then my Uber leaves. Oh, that's annoying. So I got to get a new Uber. And I'm charged. Now you're waiting. You got five dollar charge. Probably. Five dollar charge and waiting. Yeah. And then getting up What's here. What's your Uber score? It's pretty good. Okay. Um, I guess someone, they don't ding you for that. They just charge you. Yeah, I guess I'm paying to keep the stars. Yeah. Because if I had gone there at like the last second, sorry, sorry, yeah, they'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah well, fuck you. We'll get you. Two stars. Right. Yeah. So then, you know, you walk in late to somewhere you assumed you were going to be early. And then I'm like texting you. I'm sorry, I'm late with coffee in hand. So I, I have would... to admit to <laughs> yes. that this was a, this is all my blame fault. The train. Couldn't blame the train, couldn't right. blame the traffic, couldn't blame any. Oh, I can't, I have to throw this away Listen, so I'm that I can lie. Who's late. It's okay. I'm I don't care. Lateness doesn't yeah. bother me. I'm not one of, are you a person that's like late? If you're late, you're If I'm late, it doesn't bother me. me. If other people, <laughs> <laughs> other people Fair, no, fair. It, to me, it depends on, it depends on the, you know, I, I think everything is situational, right? Right. If I've got somewhere to be. I don't like lateness. If I have a nice, if I have a relaxed day in front of me, it's very annoying. Right. I guess that's, yeah. I hate delayed flights. Hate it. You hate them. Hate it. See, I was just thinking about this. Delayed flights, sometimes I'm like, good. I got nowhere else to be. This is what's going, especially on the way home. Like if it's, no, no, no. I guess on the way home from a, like a Sunday where I have nothing else to do, I guess it's all dependent on my life. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> total you, narcissism. Yeah, where do you have to go? Where right. Do you have to be? I, I, sometimes I get delayed on the way home, and I go, "That's it. It's a wash. Eat everything, drink everything. Let's get fucked up in this airport." Like I kind of like see it as a gift from the heavens of like time. Oh, that's nice to like do whatever you want to do and eat and sit on your phone and and no one you you don't have to do it. You don't have to make a doctor's appointment. You mm-hmm. don't have to do any. You don't have to like you know do the th- work. You can just you are in. No man's land of time. Like, it doesn't even exist. That's very optimistic of you. I like that. You know, I was just at this coffee place, and I was staring at... Do you have this where you go to, like... You go to places every day, but you eat, like, healthy or healthy-ish, and then you stare at some of the other items, and you go, one day, I'm gonna come back here. And get what? Like, the donut? Everything. Okay. I have that thought. With the pizza place downstairs... What do you get that's healthy from the... You got a salad? No, I just walk by it every day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> There's, what's it called? There's a bunch of them in the city. What's it called? No, the pizza, pizza place, place downstairs. Tapo, Crusto, <laughs> Zono. They have like a bunch of like-named places. Domino's. Domino. Do, <laughs> ever tell you my Domino's story? Domino's. Domino's. <laughs> 
I've never been more upset in my entire life. Did I, did I tell that on the podcast? I think you did. It was like with your friend or your cousin. My buddy, my, my be- yeah, like one of my best friends, He was, I go to visit him in Chicago and I love to late night eat and, and the whole night he's gone, we're getting late night food. Don't worry, I got the best place. <laughs> Domino's, it is the best place in town. Oh my God, wait till you have Domino's. They have these breadsticks. Oh my God, Domino's. We gotta get Domino's. And even his girlfriend, now wife, is sitting there going, oh, we gotta get Domino's. Oh my God. She was like, oh my God, I've never been to this place. I don't know what he's even talking about. Oh my God. And then we get to like two in the morning, he goes, Domino's? And we're like, what? what? <laughs> were they playing, was he playing a joke? Yeah. Oh. And and then we were like, well, now we have to get Domino's. That's we ordered funny. so much fucking Domino's. Domino's is great. I love Domino's. Fantastic. There's, do you watch... It's like uh, the Starbucks of pizza. I totally agree. Do you watch <laughs> Chef's Table or something? They David um, Chang... He, I heard about this where yeah. he's saying he likes Domino's or something. The guy, Like the guy with the nice... He's restaurant. a chef and yeah. he was like... He doesn't consider Domino's pizza, but he was, it's good. Yeah. And I was like, I, I get pizza? that. Yeah, whatever. I get what he's saying. Like, sure. It's his yeah. way out of douchery opinions back to him. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's like you could make really high quality television and love like The Bachelor. Right. It doesn't mean. I, I mean, it's, I, it's for high, what it is. For what it is. You can like reading books right. and like The Bachelor too. You yeah. know, like you can like entertainment that's smarter. Yes, we're versatile here at that's the right. podcast. What is um, going on here at Betches? Anything? Uh, we're, oh. very, we're all very excited for your show. By this time, it'll be out. So, the, or not, it won't be out to the public, but it'll be over. The recording will be over. It'll be over. I want to thank everyone who came. I want to thank everyone who wrote me nice messages. I want to thank everyone who came to all the workout shows. You came to a, a, I, a workout show. Yes. I'm very, it made me even more excited it's, for this week. It's going to be an amazing show. You gave a great note. It was very helpful. Oh, good. So it was very helpful. So it, it's, you know, I, I'm I'm hopeful. You know, I, I got I got to stay optimistic. I think it'll be fun. I I have a lot of material that I'm like getting down. Yeah. So it's going to be a show. So and and so I I just I'm pre thanking everybody because I'm. Assuming it'll be great. You're and anticipating, fun. yeah. <laughs> I'm anticipating greatness. How- Otherwise, it's going to be an awkward episode to air. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, I want to retract a statement. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Public, you're issuing a public apology. Right, notes. Um, What's and- going on with you? I told you I'm in Australia. What's You're in on? Australia. You? And, and no, but I'm saying oversharing <laughs> oh, is great yeah. and everyone I, loves it. What is What am I bringing to Plug City? Yeah, Plug City. I'm bringing oversharing to Plug City. You guys get the U Up crew. Check out the U Up podcast, YouTube. You know, you know all the things that all, we have going on. All the normal stuff, but also the U Up with benefits. I just want to mention yes. the amount. Did you get I've a lot of messages? Over 40. Wow. I know we, we, we have a number policy I've none, here. So none, so that's big. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go in tandem. Like the we did a so last month well, I, you up with benefits. Right. It was you and I discussed our lists of our perfect yes. partner, so to speak. Right. The messages I have gotten, people are like, I mean, how do they feel? Are they upset about your preferences? No, like they're like you're worried about. I was worried about that, but there, there was a lot of like, I'm making my own list now. I, oh, I'm great. laughing so hard. This is so fun. This is so, like I walked away from taping those. You up with benefits? Usually, the you up with benefits are like uh, we talk well, about anxiety it. inducing stress. Yeah. This was like a vacation. We were dancing, Having fun. It is. Uh, if you're gonna get in, get in now because you know. You know, prices change. The price of milk has gone up. So yes. things may change there too. Hint, hint, maybe coming. We will see. We will see. But get in now. Subscribe to it. It's just, uh, I mean, so many nice 
people just entertained. Like if you, okay, the people good. are entertained. I, I and yes. I love that. That's why we do this show. This is an entertainment show. I'm going to be on the road entertaining people. Let's hear it. If you're in San Diego, coming for New Year's Eve, Ooh. the whole weekend. If you're in Houston, Dallas, Toronto, I just added a fourth show. Toronto people wow. are going nuts. Toronto's great city. Great, great city, city for this, this show too. Great city. They were fun. I remember we did, when we did You Up Live, it was just like it's a great. fun, lively crowd. I'm coming to Vancouver. Ooh. On the right, the day after the worst day of the year. Wow. Okay. So February twenty second. <laughs> okay. February twenty second. So we'll uh, be out of the horror of that the, is the worst day it's of the only year. We're gonna get better after that. So you guys should come right. out to the show. Vancouver. We did a show in Vancouver too. That was right. a good show. We did a good show. You should go to Whistler. I should do some things. Maybe that will be where I spend my birthday. Yeah. I'll go to Whistler. Yeah, ride out the worst day. I'll ride it out. Yeah. I'll cry while I go down the mountain. <laughs> my impression of hearing you cry <laughs> um, and then are you going away next week you going to your you're going to boca i think i'm gonna go to boca um that's great i um i i think so i think uh it's time i feel like you're gonna go you're gonna eventually you're gonna go to boca so much that you're eventually might just stay <laughs> you'll be like we're doing remote again what? yeah i live here now let's see that i've become a part of the community i'm on the board you're gonna be the ryan atwood of the community of who's ryan atwood from the oc Lives in his parents. He lives in someone's pool house. Oh, that's a, okay. Yes. I was never got into OC. Oh, I missed that okay. bus, I, and sadly, because it seems like people loved it. It was a great, great show. Iconic. Good for Jews during this time of anti-Semitism in the air. Yeah, the OC was like, weren't they a Jewish family? They were Sandy Cohen, Sandy Seth Cohen. Cohen, Seth Cohen. They made Jews hot for like two seconds. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Adam Brody. Adam Brody brought the heat for Jews. Great for the Jews. We always love a hot Jew. Jews yeah. love famous but, hot Jews. But hot in the way that like a Jewish guy would be hot. Right. We don't like have to take it away from him. Kind of nerdy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like a loser. <laughs> like into comic books. Hot. Yeah. No, right. listen. Yeah. He was nebbish. Yeah. But we had a hot yeah. one. Yeah, we did. He was big, I assume. Anyway, let's get into our episode, shall we? I don't we? care what Kanye says about Adam Brody. <laughs> I think he's hot. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> right. Leave Adam Brody alone. Let's get to the show. Uh, some people think we vamped too long. I think this was the perfect amount of pre-show yeah. banter. 14 and a half minutes, the right. clock says. Yeah. You could, you've only hit the 30-second ahead button 17 times. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so Welcome. Let's do it. I, this, today, these emails get depthy. Oh, yeah. we have. This is a depthy episode. A lot of girth. Girthy. Yes. <laughs> Unlike the penis we'll hear about later. Exactly. Okay, I'll read this one. Okay. J&J, Feather Feather, thank you all at Betches for bringing us honest and hilarious content twice a week. Your loyal benefits, Betch, is here for some constructive feedback. Two times. And benefits. <laughs> My boyfriend, 27 male, and I, 25 female, have been going on dates for about two months and just defined our relationship. We are now officially dating. Yay. Woo! <laughs> Fire off the fireworks, people. They're dating. It's a fish. Call your mom. It's time for the hard launch. That's right. We initially <laughs> met as friends because we are both studying opera, LOL. In the same grad school. <laughs> me, 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 me. I, How do you study opera? 
it's like a, it's you're like fine tuning your voice, I think. So they're singing. They're not studying the history of it. I assume so. It feels like because they say later in the email, they'll talk about rehearsals. <coughs> ah, so I assume yeah, it's like right. they're in opera school. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. Is that an opera song? Is oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it? it is. I think it is. That's what it is? Wow, Jorge, out yeah, of left field. Impressive. <laughs> what a poll. <laughs> <laughs> Knew the name. What is it called? La Dona Immobile. La Dona Immobile. You know who I love? And- Andrea B- Bocelli. Bocelli. Yeah, he's very good. Do you listen? Is that a Spotify? You'll you'll hit it? Um, Not like frequently, but. If Every it comes, now and again. Yeah, you know, great song. Do you have those moments where you're like walking along? You're like, give me some classical. Classical, piano. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I do that sometimes. I find too. it very. You know when I love it? As you're t- as the plane is taking off, I find it to be extremely soothing. Whoa, living in your own movie. Exactly. I totally get that. It's a great move. I, I highly recommend it. I do that and sometimes landing. with Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. Which song? As we take off. <laughs> you know, and I start soo- crying. That soothes you? I don't know. Something about it puts yeah. me in the place. <laughs> I can see someone writing that about me. Right. <laughs> what is it? Oh, wasn't it about Dave Coulier? Yeah. Uncle Joey. Yeah. She blew him in a restaurant. All right. Is that in the song? Right? That's his line in the song. She blew him. Oh, in a theater. In a theater. Does she go down on you in a theater? Right. And it's such a random line. It doesn't rhyme with anything else. (laughs) She just wanted to get it in there. You kind of feel like. Yeah. That's crazy. Very great song. Man, musicians have it so fucking good. Why? They can just sing about anything and people go and people are dancing. Yeah. And then we're just cool. Like, like <laughs> she said she blew fucking Uncle Joey in a theater. Well, no one was like, oh, my God, Uncle it's, Joey. It's a song. So it's like you're not it's not like she's saying it. Right. Like fact. No, when I say a joke on stage and it's like too truthful, people right. are like, whoa, you shut do? the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> if I was like, I blew Uncle Joey in a theater, they'd be like, that's not funny. Wait, wait, wait tell us more of the story. That's true. Right. Different medium. Right. Good medium. Yeah, it just shows you the brain works in different ways. Okay, so they're both studying opera in the same grad school. We have known each other since this past August. In October, I asked him to get coffee with me as just a friend. And then after about a week, saw him on Bumble and swiped right on him. He also swiped right, and we started going on dates. The dates were usually daytime because we have evening rehearsals. Again, I assume. There it is. I imagine like them singing to each other. It's kind of fun. Do you love me from that Tinder swipe? That could be the song. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to ask her which song Uh, they use. And having a pretty similar vibe to our first coffee as friends. We've seen each other a few times a week since then and always talk about music in school, but our conversations have not really gotten super deep or romantic. I've expressed that I feel a need for more significant communication, and he said that this is something he has been told in previous relationships and is working on. But I don't really see him putting in effort to change his actions so far. I also acknowledge that I can be anxious in general, and it is hard for me to switch topics of conversation from something really light and friendly to deeper. I'm also very inexperienced in dating, and it feels unnatural for me to be super romantic, even though I want that in a relationship. How do we break out of the habit of communication that we established as friends and start talking to each other with more affection? How can we make this transition from friends to partners work? I feel a need for more intimacy, although we have slept together, but I don't know how to initiate it without feeling weird. Any advice would be so appreciated. Sincerely, a romance-starved fetch. This is an interesting email 
because mm-hmm. it causes me to assume a lot of things about this person okay. emailing it. I don't know how you felt when you read it. I had it. some assumptions. What were yours? That they're immature, that they're young. Yeah, and yeah. I mean this in like a nice way right. that any 25-year-old's immature. Well, like, when I hear that you know they've seen each other in class, no one's made a move, and then they swiped in order to like confirm interest, right. to me that... That says young, because I think that's more how young, very young people date. I, I'd even give that. That's a, I mean, there's people dating that way just in life. You know, they, right. I, I mean, the apps give you that tool to like not have to take a chance. Right. But I think what you're saying is right. Like the, the, the young part about it is like, well, we were friends. You were never fucking friends. Yeah. This whole they friends each thing. each other around. Yeah, and you asked him to coffee as friends, and he went out because he's attracted to you, and you asked him out because you're, you're attracted, attracted to him. him. Yeah. So this idea that you were like just a couple of chums hanging out at coffee is just like kind of ridiculous to me, but I right. understand why it's going on. But it's interesting. They're actually not that young. He's 27. She's 25. Right. So it's like, but maybe because you're in school, it kind of gives it a younger feel. Yeah, I guess this is kind of, um, I, I, I guess I've been in this position as a guy. Okay. That and these are assumptions from my perspective. When she writes all these things she wants, she wants she wants romance. Romance. She wants you know deep conversations. Deep conversations. She she wrote we're in a relationship. Yay! You know when she wrote we're in a relationship and wrote yay. And I know she was probably tongue in cheek a little bit. Yeah. But like that Caught tells him. me everything. You're you're going to the goal. You know she cares about. Got the relationship. Okay, I have that word. I think she says a lot of words that she doesn't know what they mean to her. Right. And this happens a lot because this is something, I mean, I just don't talk about this with my friends a lot. Like, I want the romance. I want the, you know, like, I'm like, dudes, we go out on dates and he, she just never, we don't communicate enough. <laughs> you know, like, I've never had that conversation with friends and I think women have these conversations all the time. Yeah. So you're almost like, talking like you're level 17, but you're actually level one. Like, I don't think this person knows what they want. Like, or it, because they go, they put it all, they're hoping to be led by this 27-year-old. Well, she's also not saying like what they, what she actually does like romantically about him. Right. So it's kind of like, she's like, where's the romance? It's like, you might not actually feel that romance. Like, it might not be, there might not be any. Right, I, I, and that means that to me that she doesn't know what that means, what that means to her. She doesn't know. She wants him to be like, to do romance. Right. <laughs> and he's like, this is um, who I am and what I know how to do. And she's like, well, what are we doing now? And he's like, ah, this is what I do. Like, I, I, I'm not giving him, I'm not absolving him. Like he's mm-hmm. 27 and he should say, you know, there, there's a point where it's like, Hey dude, I know you have rehearsal, but like, let's go on a date. Let's, let's go get right. drinks. Let's have a different thing. But he's not doing that. And she doesn't know enough to go. I'm not attracted to him not doing that. Right. Instead, she's like, how do I get him to do that? Right. Instead of like, like you said, like, I'm not feeling a romantic connection. Right. It, it, it's it's it, romantic connection to her. She doesn't even know what the fuck that means. And in, 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 by based on this email, I think she does. I think she actually has a sense for what that means. It's because she says she wants like a, di- a deeper, intimate conversation. It sounds like she wants him to like make the relationship more. Maybe she wants him to hold her hand. Maybe she wants him to like, you know have some sort of like non platonic interaction that that may be the case. But at, at some point when he's like, let's get coffee again, you know, yeah. like and then go fuck. Right. Because that's 
you know, you she kind of has to say, well, that's not what I want anymore. Yeah. And that's, I think, the, the main point is that she should that she should own what she wants. And if he's saying that's not who I've gotten that feedback before, that's not who I am, then maybe he's not for you. Right. Sounds like and, and that's a good thing to learn. Like, OK, I this guy was like pretty good on paper, extremely convenient. This relationship sounds extremely convenient. They're both in this grad school. Right. They go to rehearsals. They swipe the right time. on they Tinder and right. other so they know they're attracted. Yeah, so they like have that's, mutual interests. But right. that doesn't necessarily equate to like a sexual chemistry or like, again, if that's what she's looking for in a relationship. So to me, it's like, how do we make this transition from friends to partners? You weren't like that good friends that should be that hard. I wish she's blaming the fact that they were like not immediately in a romantic path, right. which I get it, which, but I mean, again, that's just a way for her to find out later that maybe he's just not the, not her type. Right. It is. Uh, it is funny. Like to lean on like, well, I guess we're having this. It's the friends to lovers thing. It's not the, no, we're not a, a match. Right. You know, like it, it, it's everything, but because again, going back to in a relationship, yay. Yes. It's like, got it. If, yes. if that's what you're, it's, if you're going, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. And you have nothing but else we don't, to say. But, right, but we don't have any deep conversations <laughs> right. and we don't vibe and I don't. But how do I? It's like she's like, to me, it sounds like I got the relationship. Right. Now, how do I make it a relationship that I want? Right. <laughs> it's a reverse order of right. things. Yeah. She's like, I caught it. Right. Now, how do I mold it into something that I would date? Right. How, how do and I, I think a lot of women do work like that? I think that in my mind, I probably used to do a lot of stuff like that, too. It's like I can work with this. Like, let me like mm. if 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 I if I have the land, I can build whatever I want. Right. Um, but Well, I mean, more destructively, like it sounds I could see someone being like, well, you're letting this guy off the hook. I'll, I'll say this. It's not great that guys kind of do that with sex. I'll bed the woman. And then I'll figure it and out. And then we'll figure right. it out. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's it's And it's more destructive. Yeah. I agree. This is So it kind of sounds like, you know, the fact that they're going to coffee and they have slept together and have no romantic connection right. conversations have, other than school. You're like, how do you get to the bed together? And how, yeah. And then how did they agree to be in a relationship? Like who was right. like, who wants Who's like thought that was a great idea? Yeah, we're we're coming down hard on the emailer, but like this guy's a <laughs> kind of like just following things he along. Just fell into this is like the definition of just falling into a relationship to me. It sounds because it right. doesn't sound like there's that much there for either of you. Well, it sounds like one person who really wants a boyfriend, and then the another person. Like, sure, sure, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, listen, I got you know we don't have a lot of time at night to meet anyone new. I'm singing all the time. <laughs> but here's what I do think. I think if she does, and I understand the urge to be like, okay, caught it. Let's see if I can make it work. Right. If you want to try that, she sends says she's she's vocalized. It doesn't sound like he's doing much. I could tr you could try to set up a more romantic setting. That's what they totally do on The agree. Bachelor to make people who would never like each other normally wind up falling right um, completely head over heels for each other. You know, find a romantic rest. Go to some romantic restaurants. Plan something like. Uh, kind of like hot do something that facilitate try to facilitate a deeper conversation in an organic way totally agree also be a little difficult like yeah. the, the she and, and she writes that she's anxious and i think that's from like inexperience that mm -hmm. you're like well you you haven't you, you know losing someone that isn't for you isn't losing right so it, it, you gotta, and it's helpful for finding the next person because now right. she, now when she goes when she's dating other people she look out for that like oh I like a guy that 
you know, is, is kind of like holding my hand or like touching me or like feels like, like we're, has a deeper conversation. That's a means to finding the relationship that is a match for you. Right. And it's so funny. She wrote something kind of specific, like, um, that I, I, I can be anxious in general and it's hard for me to switch topics of conversations from something really light and friendly to deeper. Like I, she's speaking so hypothetically. That's not, I understand she wants deeper conversations, but like, Okay, work was fun today. Now let's talk about your childhood. Child, you know, like I, <laughs> right? Like I don't know if that's what I. I know that's what she thinks she wants, but I agree with you. The setting will present that. Right. The setting will make things a little hotter, a little deeper, a little different, a little depthier. Yeah, I, or share, share with him something that you think is deep, and then see how he responds. That's a great way to find out if that's possible. I have done that. <laughs> I've and I've gotten back. Me too. Well, then you know. And then I was like, oh, okay, this isn't really, I'm not getting that, the back and forth that I'm looking for at this level of the relationship. And that's when you know to kind of pull back and maybe you end things or maybe you go in a different direction. I would even say to her, here's the text I sent. I can give her the text. Let's hear it. Hey, um, I really want to get dinner with you. Let me know what nights are free for you and let's make something happen. That's all you say. Yeah. And Take now, there. and then if he can't make that happen, if he's like, no, I have alto practice. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I have, ave, I'm doing Ave Maria next I got, week. Got a big Ave Maria <laughs> conference coming up. Now, you know, there's your answer. Yeah. Or he makes dinner. Oh, we're in school. We don't have a lot of money. Get slices of pizza. Sit outside. How nice you is can that? You create romance with, with right. Uh, very little. Go to a park. Yeah. Something cute. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com.
making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Yeah. This one is thorough. Oh, yes. I mean, this is a, we have cards that Maddie makes and they're wonderful cards, Maddie. We love the cards. The copy and pasting is. It brings me back to fifth grade projects (laughs) of your, this is a four page card. I mean, the four carter. Oh, yeah. This is a long, awkward sex. And there's texts. So here we go. You ready? Yes. I absolutely live for the awkward sex portion of the podcast. Wanted to share with you an absolutely ridiculous thing that happened to me a few years back. I was straight out of undergrad and decided to move across the country without knowing anyone, as many do in their early 20s. I had been in town scoping out apartments and decided to open Tinder to see what I was going to be working with when I arrived and to make some local connections for when I officially made the move. Because what better way to make new friends than on an app that's designed for you to find a fuck buddy, right? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I matched with this guy who was super cute, tall, cute, PhD student at UNC, So smart, or so I thought. We hit it off right away. We continued chatting until I moved a few weeks later and set up a date for when I officially headed to the area. Flash forward a couple weeks, me and Matt, we're going to call him Matt because that was his name. Okay. Okay. Way to protect the innocent. (laughs) Right. Dr. Matt. Meet up and have a really fun date. Drinks, food, a parking lot makeout sesh. What's not to love? I thought I hit the lottery. So when he asked me to come over a few days later, I thought, what do I have to lose? I went to Matt's apartment a few days later so we could hang out at his pool, which we did. It was really hot. So naturally, he suggests we go inside to cool off, which was fine with me. I don't know why that's in quotes. Right. (laughs) You did want to literally cool off. Yeah. (laughs) He informed me his roommate was making tacos in the kitchen. So it'd have to be in his room, which is fine. That's... Doesn't make any sense. He must be alone when he makes the tacos. Right. Right. I fully saw where this is going and was totally cool with it. He suggested we Netflix and chill and we headed upstairs. When we get there, he informs me that he doesn't have Netflix written in all caps and turns on a. Well, first of all, Netflix and chill is kind of like a. It's like a word for TV. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to sit and chill. I, yeah. I'm okay with saying Does he Netflix. Have Hulu, and, right. HBO Max. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Well, Netflix and chill is, is, is. That's not deceptive to me. Right. Not, not to me. You don't even have a subscription. <laughs> we're not watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> or that's not even it's a Netflix show. Um. <laughs> um, 
So he turns on a family feud. Okay, okay. That he doesn't have Netflix and turns on a family feud marathon. So keep in mind, this entire story takes place with Steve Harvey in the background. Show me Netflix. <gasps> Are you a family feud? I love family feud. Love I want to be feud. on family feud. That would be the my oh, dream. I would I I would love I want to go on. I'll be in the family. I'm in. Yeah. Same. I, I want to go. I want on this show. If anyone is listening, I don't know what channel produces it. Podcast, Podcast Family, family Feud. feud that would be great. They do versions like that. They do all sorts of stuff. I love Celebrity Family Feud. I love Family Feud. I love Steve Harvey. Love it all. Steve Harvey. Like, I, if I'm sent a Steve Harvey video, I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me sit down. Let me get the headphones on. Like, I prepare myself to laugh. Legend. King of comedy. Is he? He was one of the... Uh, the Kings of Comedy, they, that DVD that went run around all, right. back in the day. And you Cedric are Cedric the Entertainer. And you were the Prince of the board, the Lord of Board, Lord of Boards. <laughs> so you're so, all royals, you right? Hang out. Um, I sit down in his bed, and pretty soon after, he puts his arm around me, and we start making out. We ended up taking off our bathing suits. What a visual! <laughs> wet bathing suit. <laughs> wet bathing suit in bed, and he goes down on me for for like a long time, maybe twenty minutes. Ooh, it's a good amount of time. A gentleman. <laughs> I was like, sweet. I'm about to have a very fun and flirty time here. Can't wait. When he comes up for air, I notice his ween is still entirely flaccid. <gasps> well, that's okay. Sure. Guy goes down and you, comes up with a flaccid ween. I'm not this really. for her. Yeah. And also, like, you can still be into it and be flaccid. Okay, that's good to know. You know, like you can still, you know. I mean, I assume he's into it. Why else would he invite her to the uh, room? Right. What are you checking boners to make sure (laughs) that he enjoyed? No worries. Maybe cunnilingus isn't his jam. See, that's an unfair assessment to me. Well, she's saying maybe that just doesn't get him off. Well, I don't know a lot of guys that are like, Come in their pants from when they go down on a what you know like you know it's good to know too yeah okay all right let me let me try some stuff and see where it goes she says sometimes goes by and some time goes by and I've tried everything licking a squishy member I really don't like the way she the, all the different words she uses for penis well that's maybe why I'm a little put off like I'm like it's okay to not be full fucking chub a squishy member squishy member. <laughs> There's more. They, it gets. It gets. Kissing there's more. There's more. Kissing all over. <laughs> Show me squishy member. It's like she played Family Feud with, with the penis names. Five names name for five a penis. Other word, name another word for a penis. <laughs> Show me ween. Let me try some stuff. See where it goes. Sometimes it goes by, and I've tried everything: licking a squishy member, kissing all over, dirty talk. I felt bad and kept asking him what he liked, but he reassured me it wasn't. It wasn't his fault. I assume she meant <laughs> my, my fault. fault. Right. <laughs> Finally, right when I was about to give up, he changed his mind and said there was something I could do. He told me, I like to dominate my women. Can I dominate you? To me, this is the point of, of this is where he was going the whole time, headed the whole time. Oh, really? This right? was like, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you, know. you can't just start. This is a Tinder meetup. He's not just starting with that. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go down on her. Right. Let her try some stuff. It's obviously not going to work. I'll be soft. I have an idea. (laughs) Show show me ball gag. (laughs) We surveyed a group of 100 uh, 100 women. (laughs) 
We thought, what can we do next in the bedroom when there's no Netflix and chill? Show me whips and chains. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to, do- I, I mean, even the sentence, I like to dominate my women. Can I dominate you? Yeah. Why didn't you just say that? Right. <laughs> Typically not really my jam. Oh, really? But it was like 2 p.m. on a Sunday. 2 p.m. on a Sunday. That is bold for the for first dominations. encounter. First encounter? Yeah, first, I don't know. After the pool? Yeah, let's just fucking go down on each other and go back to swim. The timing doesn't seem... Get out the pool noodles. We're done. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I, I, the, To me, 2 p.m. Sunday. Not a time for initial experimentation under, into uh, BDSM. I, I'm even against sex. Oral and back At in the pool. Okay. We wait an hour before getting back in, like mom told us. That's true. You don't want to cramp. Right. And then, like, like, this is, what else did I have going on? And I said, sure. Keep in mind, I was like 21 years old and super inexperienced outside of drunken one-night stands and boyfriends. So I honestly really didn't even know what this request meant. So he gets super serious and starts slapping me in the face, choking me, holding me down, telling me I was his property and he owned me, et cetera, et cetera. And his dick literally still didn't get hard. <laughs> that's what's most concerning. That's the most, I mean, that's a, a perfect point. Yeah. Right. I would be like a little more shook by the other shit. That I'd be was like, ow, my face. I wouldn't be like, is he hard yet? <laughs> Did it work? This guy is something. <laughs> oh, you're choking. <laughs> is he hard? <laughs> Is it still squishy? I, I would have gone. I would have. I would have stepped out. You would have said, yeah. "Time for I, me to enough. go." Yeah, I'm you okay. would take yeah. it off the leash. Yeah, <laughs> I'll find someone else for the pool. Right. <laughs> this is too much for a pool. That's right. <laughs> I. This is quite a day. Um, Steve Harvey was laughing at the whole situation in the background, as he would be always. He ended up show. He ended up shoving and squishing. His unfrozen meat popsicle. Show me unfrozen meat popsicle. (laughs) Into my vagina. Have you, and still nothing. This is something that has happened. To him? To people. The idea of like, let's just go for it, see if it gets hard while we're putting it in. This not is, happening. Right. I guess meat popsicle. If someone was like, is the meat popsicle hard yet? Yeah, I would. Un- that unfrozen, wouldn't help. Yeah, right. Unfrozen. That means like deflated. Right. The squishy member. Right. If That doesn't help me. We could. We just could not make it work. He decided to give up and start jerking off. <laughs> That's always the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> get away. Get away. And you start jerking off. Yeah. The I, don't, I mean, again, I great story. I would have. All these things. I'd just be. Bouncing. But There's a point. I get. I guess she's like. I've already put in this this time. Maybe it's gonna. Maybe we can just. Right. End this normally. I I, I get. It. I get why she's still there. I get what he's doing. Minus the dominant stuff. Like there is a point where it's like you can't get hard. You want to get hard. It's not happening. You're, you're like get away and <laughs> let me do it. It's like you're trying to build a fire, and you're sitting there with the the, the wood. <laughs> Just trying to whittle a boner. Right. At that point, this can't be that. This probably right. more negative experience than positive. At this point, what never happens with these sexual situations is one person being like, "Hey, it ain't today. Let's yeah. just go and have some Kool Aid by the pool." That's what I'm saying. Right? Like we can have. We can still have a good day. Like this day is done. It's over. He decided to give up and start jerking off, and tells me he wants to come in my face. 
like, enough's enough, Matt. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> she goes the, best, the best is what she says after. She goes, it wants to come on my face. Sure. Sure. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want, whatever. dominatrix. <laughs> whatever. Just, just go. Just where my cheek what do you want to do at this point i'm more invested in reruns of family feud than i am in matt so yolo do it dude do it dude <laughs> he ended up jerking off his flaccid penis in my face and i was honestly surprised he was able to finish it all but he did all over my eyes and in my nostrils yum <laughs> that was her I left that day expecting and hoping never to hear from Matt again and a couple months go by. Suddenly, one day I get a text from him I didn't expect. He informed me that the girl he was with after me was positive for chlamydia. I looked at the text and was like, damn, this fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> never ends with this guy. Not even this guy who couldn't even, yeah. Right. But I responded letting him know it wasn't from me, but that I was going to schedule an appointment just to double check and thanked him for telling me I scheduled the appointment and moved on with my day. A few hours later, he texted me to actually ignore his original message that he didn't have, that she didn't have chlamydia after all. Confused, I asked then how she tested positive. He told me it was actually just a really bad eye infection that resembled chlamydia of the eye. We know what his thing is. Right. He's coming in every eye in the whole fucking find. triangle area. Was it all a means to just do that? I get. I don't know. He, I guess that's a lot. Was that the long game? Jerk well, off on your face, right? That's what got him to come. You know that poor girl was probably losing it after having the most bizarre night of her life, only to have a literal doctoral student insisting she had chlamydia of the eye. <laughs> I was confused about the testing positive language, and he informed me that she tested positive for all the signs he read on Google. Oh, hey, I hope guy. he's never my eye doctor. This fucking guy. I was shocked that it's a I PhD, not a doctor. <laughs> oh, right, sorry. <laughs> so this, he's not my psychologist either. Yeah. I was shocked that a 28 year old doctor thought that somehow constituted that somehow constituted a positive test, but truthfully never wanted to hear from him again. So I just laughed and blocked him. And no, I will never be able to watch Family Feud ever again. Well, that's the horrific part. Hope this gave you a chuckle. See below for the play-by-play -play that, of that final interaction. Jared, I was a teacher briefly, so don't judge me. Ew. <laughs> that was for you. That's the grossest part of this whole email. Yeah. Um, wow. That was a saga. A saga. Oh, do you want to read the text? Yeah, we, we can read the, the text. text. I'll we'll be him. Text. All right. Okay. Hey, do you have a second? This is very important. It's at 7.55 a.m. Also. <laughs> That's when you're Googling eye chlamydia. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> signs you have eye chlamydia what's up school starts in a few minutes a girl i was with after you just got tested just got tested positive for chlamydia it's also like a lie it's not true right i'm going to get checked asap all right let me know what happens you didn't get it from me thanks for, <laughs> thanks for letting me know not certain i had it when i was with you sorry to drop this right before your day starts like i said you might not have it good, good. news sorry go <laughs> now on. he's back good news but I'd rather make sure it's a good time to talk about this before I send a message to your phone. I just get what? it out. Just say good news. You don't have it. Yeah. I have a training today, so I'm not at school. Just let me know whenever. She didn't actually have STD, <laughs> any STDs. I'm still getting checked later this week, but I'm pretty certain that I'm clean. Um, why would she tell you that then? She has a serious eye infection. <laughs> She's going to lose the eye. <laughs> Just knowing that he is texting someone whose eye he has come into 
that now this new person has an eye infection from what we can only assume is him coming in her eye as well. This guy's a mess. Right. And the doctors kept asking her if she had sex with a new partner lately. She kept lying about it because she's dumb. Okay. Okay. She's dumb? Right. You just diagnosed her from a WebMD search. (laughs) Right. This guy's going around giving out one-eyed willies. (laughs) All the signs really looked like it was chlamydia, but the cultures came back negative for STDs. So she told you she had chlamydia in her eye? I know that sounds ridiculous. (laughs) But I did a lot of Googling, and she had like 10 out of 10 signs of chlamydia in the eye. Just trust me on this. Trust me on this. Can't even get hard. Holy shit, LOL, that's so hilarious. You also told me she already tested positive, so haha. Well, she tested positive on all signs that I read, just not the final test. Just not the only test that matters? <laughs> <laughs> LOL. I'm sorry, he writes. Okay. Hey, what a, what a, this tells you, can I just give him a little empathy? Oh, I know, must. I know it's hard. Okay. Unlike his penis. <laughs> Give us the soft version. Let me give you this, <laughs> the squishy version. Okay. This tells you, if you can fuck well, you don't have to worry about much else. Okay. <laughs> like if this guy, if they had gone in the bedroom and he fucking just fucking crushes it. Sure. Comes in full penis. Fucking Steve Harvey in the background. Ready to go. Ready to go. Like, all of this doesn't matter if he makes her come. Yeah. It is the unlock. And, and I, again, a lot of this sounds bad. Like, he doesn't go into the Dom stuff. He does. You know, if he was just like, come to my room, Netflix and chill. Oh, I don't have Netflix. Steve Harvey's on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't and, have a potential psychosexual disorder. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then he goes, hey, I kind of like to choke and, you know, choke you. And she's like, Okay. And then he like lays the dick down. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting this email today. We're not getting this email. But then he and then he calls her and goes, and then it comes in her eye. <laughs> and she goes, like I think the story's told. I like, think we might still get the email. You think so? <laughs> With the, if he still comes in her eye. Sometimes I think you're one, and I do think like sexual performance not as regular for men as maybe we would claim or not spot, not talk about. Sure. Like I think of penises like pitchers in baseball. Like you, you know, even Pedro mm. Martinez had days that he would pitch and get crushed. And to me, this is a chronic issue. Otherwise he had the same thing with the second girl who had the, the eye chlamydia. Right. Well, allegedly. maybe I'm just assuming with the eye, you know, when he, in a world, I could see that he's squishy one day, hard the next. Because mm-hmm. I listen, I've been in Squish Town, USA. Sure. I've been in, back up, I'll do it myself. You know, I've been that guy. And I understand that you're like, how is this working one day and not the next? I'm being okay. as open as I can for the to male me, species. To me, this is an issue he has frequently. Mm. And to him, I would say, get a girlfriend. Right. Because no, <laughs> if you're on Tinder right. and you're trying to do the first day, get you, your rocks if you have a psychosexual off. disorder, which it sounds, a li- I don't want to diagnose him. It sounds What's a psychosexual something disorder? Something with his mind and his penis not like cooperating with each other. Ah. Fairly frequently, I assume. way more serious. <laughs> <laughs> psychosexual disorder sounds like they should be locked up. Psycho- psychosexual disorder is everything from like, can't get hard, can't stay hard. Um, like... Anything to I think murdering your, your loved one. I this probably, is a wide I, I, range. Anything where like your mind is like affecting your sexual performance. Okay. 
Which Understand. to me, this sounds a little bit like if that's the case for this guy and he still wants to have sex outside of masturbating, I'd get a girlfriend. Right. A girlfriend will help Tinder. him. Because if you're going to use Tinder and your first meetup is your exper- is is you using this person to try to figure out right. what is getting you off, which it sounds <laughs> like he's doing. Yeah. They're going to get you're going to get an email about this. Person. Right. You're Find gonna, someone you trust to work on your psychosexual disorder. with. You're you. going to have more squishy times than hard times. Yes. In yeah. My mind. I agree with you completely. I think like, you know, relationships are the place for trusting, you know, I like to do whatever I like to do sex. Yes. You know, this, you know, for him, if he's bringing up the, the sexual domination on 2 PM on the first Tinder date (laughs) and they're bathing suits, this isn't the right, this isn't the right approach. Right. In his umbros. (laughs) (laughs) It's like crazy. It is crazy. It's great. This is insane. I agree. I, you know, I, I'm giving feedback, you know, just generally, but it's, it's, it is insane. And like, just the idea of him, like, first of all, the hitting is like, come on. No. Yeah. Not not an appropriate at this. At not this, at this juncture. Setting, at yeah. This in this setting. setting yes. Right. <laughs> She's looking at his dick. Did the slap get him anywhere? <laughs> what did you, uh, do you have a name for this? I loved. Um, I loved. Um, Maddie's uh, one. Maddie's survey says chlamydia was, I, I didn't even feel the need to try after that one. <laughs> Survey says squishy. <laughs> Survey says I like Steve Hardy. That's very good. That's too. very yes. good. That was More um, like Steve Softy, right? Ah. <laughs> and then she had Sty, Sty, One-Eyed Willie. She's pretty good at these. Yeah, She's very good at these. Let's do She's another. Like email. Adding it to the resume. <laughs> <laughs> Named many awkward sexual Good moments yes. for a podcast. <laughs> You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune luckily i found quince Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do another email. Yes, okay. Hi, Jared and Jordana. You guys talk a lot about marriage, kids, and a move to the suburbs as an inevitable trajectory. But I'm curious, what about this future appeals to you? Okay. <laughs> a little judgy on this one. Just a tad. In my friend groups, almost none of us picture ourselves with that outcome. So it's interesting that you guys are so sure in what you want. I'm only 25, which is definitely a factor, but a lot of my friends are in their 30s and 40s, and they feel the same as me. Also, I'm in L.A. Yes, I've given and received the L.A. no many times. <laughs> A reference to a past past episode episode. where people seem to grow up a lot slower. People here tend to be extremely career focused as well. Unlike New York where everyone's just fucking around. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's the reputation here, right? Right. Bunch of lazies. Everyone in LA is right. in LA. What meanwhile is known for their uh... <laughs> how they're going hard charging Wall Street people. Oh, that's in New York. Right. Oops. The urgency of the kids in suburbs, uh, the kids in suburb timeline, is stressed so much on the pod that it would be cool to hear you guys dig deeper into it. Thanks so much for all that you do. Oversharing is also fantastic. Best a city batch. Listen. Okay, I I like the email because I like I like a little. Pushback? Pushback. Sure. Come at us, bro. Yeah, we can handle it. Can handle it. I I will say to them that no one has ever sounded more 25 and in LA in an email than we've ever read. Yeah. This straw poll that you took of everyone in West Hollywood <laughs> to wonder right. whether they're ready to move to Orange County is not really going to get you a... Result that represents kind of the the majority, the national, I, the national average, average, right? right. I, I, you, all my friends named Tulip <laughs> want to stay in L.A. Are looking for an alternative lifestyle, right? Right. It, so I don't know. I understand where they're coming from. I, I think you know the idea. I, my friends, we all want to stay here. I, I think at twenty five, there are thoughts well, of like I'll be this city person. You know. Here's the other thing. If your friends are in their 30s and 40s and hanging out with a 25-year-old, perhaps they're not your most traditional people in their 30s and 40s. They've made the decision. I don't have any 25-year-old friends besides Maddie, who I don't think is really my friend. Are you on Be Real together? Yeah. Well, Jordana deleted her Be Real. You deleted it? I deleted deleted it the week after because I thought that I didn't understand the purpose, remember? I was about to join. Anyway, that's why we're not like I. I would right, say right, right, you know right. to to compare if 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 we were very good friends, I might be a diff, very different thirty something year old or for you know once you get into the forty your forties. Mm. Like, do you have any friends who are in their forties? Maddie just looked at me to see if I was forty. Like, if there she are just any, looked at me, is he forty? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's not to say also, I think, that we aren't in our own bubble, people. Absolutely. Right? I don't know. That's who, a good point. I'm not saying that we we stand for every 
every person in the country or the world no. or anything like that. There's plenty of other people who don't want to move to the suburbs, who don't want kids, who don't want to get married. I acknowledge that. I guess I was surprised at the tone of this email of how they kind of saw us as people like racing towards the suburbs. I'm 37 years old. I mean, like at this point, I'm at midlife. They say, <laughs> you know, like for a man, they I'm going to die in another 37 years. That was so depressing. I'm no, sorry. I'm Listen, we're getting towards February 21st. We're almost Don't out. Leave us. You know, <laughs> someday I'll be 80 years old doing this podcast. Talking about the dating troubles of 80-year-olds. This makes me want to get you a story worth. I'm getting all anxious. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll be here a little bit longer. (laughs) No, but I... I, So the idea that we're like rushing towards... I think um, it it felt a little bit um, not true. Right. Um, But also... I will say... We're both open to that lifestyle. Right. More so than we're like frantically, you know, searching for... To, like get me to Westchester. Right. Yeah, I'm not sitting here <laughs> like Westchester I, I, bust. Yeah. But I do understand. Here's the thing that you start to understand from 25. You're amongst all your friends. Everyone goes out. We're all talking about the future in ways that is is a dreamer way to look at the future, which I love and I appreciate. And I'm still a dreamer myself. I'm right. Listen, the comedy special that we just taped together. That's a dreamer moment. I'm putting out. You know, we're we're putting out this material, hoping. You know, the hope in that special is to get. So many more fans and people to like this podcast and people to like what, you know, we do and I do and all that stuff. Like, that's a dreamer mentality. Yeah. But what you do as you get older is you start to, you know, the the pie graph of life becomes um, about dreams and consequences and, you know, picking and choosing your battles. So... I understand if you ask your 20 and I guess forgetting about her 30 and 40 year old friends, I don't know who she's talking to there. And I would agree with you. That's a, an, another like, like biased poll. Right. Um, when you talk to your 25 year old friends, everyone's going to go, well, maybe I could live in the city. Maybe I could be the, the couple that has a dog and, and you know, we could do the strollers outside. And then you get older and you go, I kind of want to be out of the city. Yeah. And then you see how much a three bedroom costs. In the, like, in the city. The, yes. We, and you go, and when the taxes are what? And where will we put the kids in school? Right. And do I want to have kids? Well, now I do want to have kids. Now, I, before I wasn't even thinking about kids. You know, all these things come up as you get older. So I can understand how someone at 25 goes, whoa, you guys were in a rush to get, everyone's going to go. And this happens a lot with like, when you do jokes, because they're generalizations. Yeah. So you'll be like... That's the point of them, right? It's the point is to go... There's a lot of people who... And then there's always... The worst person to do comedy for is, well, well, I don't. And it's right. like, yeah, right. you can well, understand then, you're a little... Well then, well, then just say this doesn't apply to me and move right. on. <laughs> I guess you don't relate. You shouldn't laugh at it. Yeah. That's that's your, that's your you know, uh, your vote or your non-vote is your laugh. Right. So it, well, it, it is that, interesting. That's the issue with... The internet and commenting and everything like that. It's like we somehow it feels like we've lost the ability to hear something we don't completely agree with or feel the same way with and then just move on with the rest of your day. Right. Well, the the internet is the place to find your group and, and you can find any group. So now what we have is like a whole world of like everyone's mad and you go, well, who's everyone? And they're like these six people. Right. Who are screaming the loudest. Right. And you go, so not every, that's why we've started saying the number of people messaging us. You know, we have taken a stand against the, everyone's talking about it. Well, it's very Trumpy. 
You know, everyone says it. Oh, well, everyone says it. You know, and people do buy into that because it's an easier narrative than the reality of the narrative of grayness where you marry someone who goes, well, I'm from Chicago and I want to move back to Chicago. And you go, I never thought of myself in Chicago. Yeah, and that happens with age, with experience, with a long-term relationship. I think your priorities change than from when they are when you're 25. And listen, I'm not going to pretend that this, that our experiences aren't that of heteronormative Jews right. from the, New York and Boston. Yeah, right? and I grew I grew up in the Fine. suburbs. You grew up in the suburbs. Sure, I, yes. I liked that childhood. Yes. I want to give that childhood to someone that I, like, I want a life for the, you know, I to me, like, if I was to get into, like, deeper the way they want to get deeper personally, I want to give the life that I had to someone, to the kids I have. Right, you know, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I think fondly of my life. Yeah. I can understand if someone goes, I fucking hated my life out there, that you go, I'm doing something, doing a little different. Right. I get that. Um, yeah, I think we speak for ourselves and what we witnessed right. around us. And is that going to apply to every single person? No. I guess that's why this email came off judgy. It's funny uh, if I'm to like think about that. Like, why did it sting a little bit? Which I, again, inviting pushback. That's okay. Well, she uh, said, what about this future appeals to you? I think you just gave like several reasons. <laughs> right. I, right. I, but I, I'm i like, you know, I, I if you had, it, it is funny. At 25, you can think, like, I have this kind of depressing thought sometimes. Okay. And, and. Not that I'm not still, I'm a dreamer still, again, to go back to the dreamer conversation, I'm sure, you know, I, I would, sometimes I'm like working on the West Side Highway and I see those apartments that are like above the West Side and I'll be at night. Like in Hoboken? I do not look at Hoboken while I work out. <laughs> I keep my back to that side of the river. Okay. I'm looking towards Manhattan. Oh, okay. And I see there's apartments that are above the field on the West Side Highway and they're gorgeous like they have garages where the families live yeah and there are families and you can see like the christmas tree and i'm like man i can't imagine having that much money like i and i i, I can't i'm like and then yeah. i go i'm 37 i can't understand what this person does to live on the top floor of this with their whole family with their whole family i start yeah. doing the math i know the math more now than i did at 25 so it's a little depressing, but I go, I guess that's never my life, which is yeah. fine. Um, but then I think like if I had a billion dollars, what, do do? what, what do would do? I do? Yeah. I would buy Twitter and make sure that anyone could say whatever they want. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't. But, that, but that's, that's the thing. Like, that's why I don't understand some billionaires. If I had a billion dollars, I'd come here. I'd do the podcast. It'd be a little less relatable. Perhaps. Right. <laughs> but I would still like to do podcast. Yeah, I would still want to do, do a it, comedy yeah. special, right? Yeah. Where would I have homes? What would I go? I think I still would want a suburb. Same. I thought I could think about that too. I think I'd, you know, I'd, I'd sure I'd, I'd want an apartment in the city. I'd keep a place. Well, it's so funny. <laughs> um, we did when we, uh, when we bought the lottery tickets this summer when it was like a billion dollars and everyone was buying tickets and we were all talking about. Yes. You know, what would we do if we won? What would we do? Right. And Mike goes, um, house in the suburbs, studio apartment in the city. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> you have a billion dollars, you're going to get a studio? That is an accountant right there. That <laughs> is like, uh, well, we got to stay if we can afford yeah, it. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but can't yeah. do a two bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'd, I'd still want the land. Can't have a, right. You can't really have a, a private backyard in Manhattan. 
I get right. And you would buy yourself time because you'd never take a subway. You'd never take a, you know, commercial. You wouldn't fly. Right. You'd fly. Whatever. You know, there are little things in the edges of life, but life would be I'd still, I still and I thought about this when I read this email. I'm like, what would I do with a bill? Where would I w- w- how would life change? Not very much mm-hmm. except for bigger yeah. and closer to the city, a suburb closer to the city. And I think if you have, uh, yeah, closer to the city, but the right. same amount, the same niceness is one further away from the city. <laughs> right. um, what was I going to say? But that's, what, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's, yeah. that's the thing about that. We're literally talking about trade-offs. Like that's literally the trade-off. Getting into the uh, Farther, city. Right. closer. Yes. Those yes. are trade-offs. These are economic kind of principles. Yeah. And I think like for me, I also think it's better to raise kids in the suburbs. The kids in the city, no offense to kids in the city or people who grew up here are all kind of assholes. Not I, to generalize. Not to generalize. No, they, why? It, it, because they have weird. a billion dollars right. already. They're weirdos. They <laughs> they're very rich. I used to go to the Starbucks yeah. in the Upper East Side. There would be this kid that would show up every day dressed like Paddington Bear. He had like the fucking yeah. like, and he'd like order a coffee. I'm like, where am so I? Wear a cappuccino right. at seven years old. Like, yeah, you sh- you don't even know how to spell fucking cappuccino. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what are you doing, kid? Yeah, they're getting like omakase. <laughs> My wife also. Oh, your wife, wow. brother, man, does, I hope your wife doesn't listen to this podcast. We have everything about her. We have bashed. I'm sure she's down to earth. I'm right. sure she's down to earth. <laughs> well, she was, you guys, rent controlled apartment. That's true. Yeah. This is, they're living the dream. Yeah. I mean, if you're lucky enough. <laughs> I don't know. Have, have we dug in deep into this for I, this yeah, person yeah i understand i understand i also understand why someone i have friends who don't want to leave the city at 30 right. at 33 they don't want to leave the city because if they work in the city it's very convenient for them and they can afford to get they can afford to have large apartments i you know sometimes i feel ridiculous because i even still say people are like would you want to live in new york i'm like i don't know at this point <laughs> what, what, what am i do you know there i still think to myself like Maybe I'll go somewhere else. You know, you know, you think those right. things, and um, also a lot of that is dependent you can on go to Bo- Boca suburbs, uh, straight to Boca, straight to <laughs> retirement. A lot of that's dependent on who you're seeing too, like the compromises you make yeah. with with your partner that like pushes you in certain directions. Yeah, and that stuff again, you wouldn't, you would have no idea at 25. No idea. So I understand where they're yeah. like, so don't be so cocky. <laughs> You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. 
Let's do it. Red flag deal breaker. Let's do it. Hey, J and J, I'm a new listener. Probably have only heard a dozen episodes or so, but one was when I was listening to the other day made me think of a particular situation that women I date find themselves in with me. Ooh. Not our normal glowing review opening sentence. Only only heard a dozen episodes or so. <laughs> We're really in the land of honesty nice. today. Well, I'm glad we moved him to write in that quickly. Right. So here's the thing. I'm a normal 30-year-old guy living in Brooklyn, white-collar office job, in a book club. Okay. Okay. Is that necessary? <laughs> Have a decently decorated apartment. I'm an adult is what I'm trying to get at here. Does being in a book club make you an adult? I guess. It makes you a nerd. Uh <laughs> Thing is, thing is, I have a nickname from college that kind that's kind of goofy, and there's a group of my friends who are literally never going to call me anything but that. It's not vulgar or anything, but I do feel like it has the potential to make me seem a little immature. The reason I thought of this is actually because while listening to a recent episode, the word came up, and turns out Jared hates my nickname. When I read that, I was like, what is it? What right. Is it? What is it? I was thinking the same thing. I don't think too much about it, but I thought it could be a lighthearted red flag or deal breaker, just a fun thing to talk about. So J&J is a guy with a stupid nickname, a turnoff, all my love, Tuna. Tuna. Oh, man. Is this Jim Halpert? Jim Halpert. Big Tuna. Tuna. That Tuna joke on The Office, the legs it got. Big Tuna. That The fact that he was doing it until the end Literally the final episode of the yeah. season is so funny and great. Tunes. Tunes. <laughs> Big old tuna. He always did it. Yeah. Always. Wait, so let's you meet a you meet a girl, her name's Tuna. All her friends oh, call her Tuna. Oh no. I, I All her friends call her Tuna. Hey. No, I I I I I guess Tuna on a woman. Her name is like Lauren. Lauren and Tuna. All, and all her friends call her Tuna. <laughs> One of her name's Tina, and what, someone mistook. Yeah, I don't know if I'm seeing a Tina. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tina is usually short for Christina, right? Which probably isn't a match for you. Takes out of the Jewish game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess I'd be okay with it. Tuna. I, I I could rationalize it. I could be with a tuna. Okay. I do not like tuna. <laughs> Well, it's like, okay, so let's say she's called, like, they call her tuna because she, she loves it. tuna. That's a problem. Okay. If it was ahi tuna, I'd be okay with it. It's funny. You and Mike are so similar in that way. I, when I have my tuna, he's got to leave the room. Home, he's like, he's like, I cannot even look at this. Right. <laughs> the same way. I think it's so rude. Tuna's great. Um, I've gotten a lot of tuna feedback. People love it. I get it. If you're tuna. a teacher who loves tuna, just never. And you grew up in the city. Me. And you grew up in the city. <laughs> Does your wife like Jorge, tuna? Jorge? His wife. She like tuna. Oh no! <laughs> I like tuna too. Uh, so not an issue for me. Okay, let's bring say, on the tuna. Let's Ahi, say, uh, tuna, tuna sushi, tuna fish. I'll have it all. Okay, you're dating someone. All he's like, I want you to meet my college friends. By the way, they call me Dingleberry. D Barry um, for short, because that was what your frat name. Yeah, there was one day uh, we were at a tailgate, and I had to use the bathroom outside, and I had all these dingleberries in my ass because I couldn't find a. 
Here's toilet the thing. paper. Like it's disgusting. In isolation, mm. if that's the only thing, everything else, he's a totally normal. This guy says he's in a book club. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a white collar office job. <laughs> spit up my coffee. Oh, he's, he's in got a book club. A, he's got a decently decorated apartment. The one kind of childish thing about him is that his friends right. call him tuna. Fine. If tuna is just one of many. If, if he's tuna and he's got the basketball lamp next right, to his bed, right. um, <laughs> you're pa- if you're painting a picture of a, a, yes. a of a a man child, and he's buying and selling toys on eBay, <laughs> um, then I'm out. What if his uh, nickname is Fart? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Fart! Hey, Fart! I don't know. Toss me the ball. That's tougher. Fart's tough. It is. What, Give me what, some what, female. If her, what if her nickname is Fart? What if her A little nickname bit is endearing. Queef. Queef. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. All her friends call her. Girls, women don't do that quite Here's, as much. Right. It, this is a very guy thing. Women give nicknames to guys they've dated. Like Squishy yes. Peen squishy, is definitely. Squishy member. Yeah, Squishy member. Um, I don't know. Like, here's the problem. Here's the issue. You have a funny nickname that your friends all call you. It's only going to affect you on one night of your life. Two nights of your life. Okay. Your wedding weekend. Yes. That is the only time, the most public time, because you're going to get it, because it'll never come up again, but you'll have to look at your grandparents going, they call her what? (laughs) What? That's true. Queef. What does that mean? (laughs) Like, because that's the only night because- you and them together, but then it, it is funny. Like you, and I could see that someone is like with a queef, <laughs> and they you get more and more into the relationship. You're like, oh, that's what their friends call you. Then you like get engaged. You're like, we're engaged. I'm so excited. I love this person. Then you're like, oh shit! Everyone. Every friend's speech is gonna reference queef. Uh, you, then you'd have to get ahead of it. You'd have to get ahead of that. Yeah. Hey. Now you're going to be the bridezilla or groomzilla. Hey, you, it, it is a... I would appreciate it in the speech. Maybe just don't mention the queef thing. I would have to mention the queef thing. As a friend, I would have to mention it. Okay. Or at least do like a half reference like, and good night, everybody. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just to fuck a with nod. the bride. A nod would be a, a nod. good enjoyment. Okay, yeah. I, I give it a red. I'd say it's a red flag. It's a red flag. I'm okay, okay with it. Okay. Hi, Jordan and Jared. Love the pod. It keeps me sane. I've sent episodes to friends who have had relatable dating scenarios. Here's a good red flag or deal breaker from my recent experience with a guy I was friends with benefits with for a few months. He sexed you while you were waiting at the hospital during your dad's major <laughs> heart surgery that has a 50% survival rate. And the guy knows that you're at the hospital. When you ask him about the sex later, he says that he thought it would cheer you up because sexting always cheers him up when he's sad. <laughs> Excited to hear what you all say about this one. LOL. It sounds like a guy named Tuna. A hard to, a hard to get batch. P.S. The Is surgery, he alive? The surgery went well, although my friends with benefits didn't. I'm glad that the surgery went well. This would be a much more depressing email. Um, I'm so hard right now. What? I hope dad's okay. <laughs> They're going to take him off life support. <laughs> I'm touching your nipple. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's so insane. What would be his mindset there? I think he's confused, sad for like scared no. and horrified yeah. and upset. <laughs> it always like, cheered I, I, me up. 
Right. This isn't like a bad day. Yeah. Well, will this penis make you feel better? Like I. <laughs> right. Clearly hasn't hasn't read the situation correctly. I'd be out. I agree with her. It's over. I I am never surprised by the stupidity of men because I am stupid. What if it was you? So your dad's major heart surgery. You're in the hospital. She's like, I'm not wearing anything right now. I wouldn't be offended by it. Okay. Like, I wouldn't be like, you're not thinking of my needs right now. I'd be like, you're thinking of needs. Just I don't, I don't know. Those. I'm trying to think of like, there's a way to do this that isn't as abrupt as what this guy's done. Like my She's dad's in the, the hospital. hospital. She's Shh. currently at the hospital. I, I'm at the hospital. I, I'm, I'm trying to if imagine it, this. And God like, forbid this happens. I love it, my family. I don't want any death. I don't want any sickness. If it was that he happy, he, he was, had been in the hospital and she's home. He knows she's at the hospital. Right. So I guess my text to you, if we play this sure. out, Hey, um, sorry, I haven't texted back. Um, my dad had a heart thing. He's in the hospital. It's about 50-50 right now. I just wanted to let you know. I'm going to be a little bit off the grid. Uh, it's just been really tough right now. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, they had us all put on gowns because of, you know, COVID is still kind of a priority at the hospital. So we're all in these kind of like gowns with masks and... Oh, easy access. I'm so wet right now. Easy, a <laughs> easy access to what? I don't know if I'm following here. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there's no good way of getting no, into it. I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be, be a no for me. Well, here's what I would know as a guy. And I'm, I'm sorry to be. Let's hear it. I would go. We don't have to be serious. Like I can, this is okay. a casual. Yeah. I can now have an out. She can't sure. be like, I thought we were serious. I'd be like, you texted me a sex during my dad's almost right. death. What implied I, serious. Right. What? Are, yeah. Right. right. So that's, I guess as a way out, let's do one more. You ready? Okay. What a great episode. If I can say this great right red now, flag or deal breakers, great red flag deal breakers, great emails, good banter. If you've had it all, you've had it all. If you're listening right now and you're enjoying this fine podcast, Share with a friend, a coworker. Five stars. Five star reviews. Jordana reads every read review. Every single goddamn review. Go so. subscribe on YouTube. We got one more red flag deal breaker. Tell someone, you know, send it to whoever friend, you know, parent is in the hospital instead of a fucking <laughs> yes. eggplant emoji. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this one. J&J, huge fan, longtime listener, benefit subscriber, two times live show attendee. This is, woo, They love are it. in. The trifecta. Y'all have seriously kept me and my friends going. Thanks, one million for the advice and laughs. We owe you more than you realize. No, 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 we owe you. Yes. Anyways, this is my first time writing in. The group is split nearly 50-50 on this. Wow. Okay, Judge J&J &J to the rescue. Red flag or deal breaker, he texts like he's a wannabe cool but not actually cool dad trying to relate to his tween children. Context, he's 34, I, 32-year-old female, matched on Hinge, had a great banter. He's cute, great job, age appropriate. I was legitimate. <laughs> age, age appropriate. appropriate. <laughs> I was, oh, she knows how to, this is, is she sexting Hot. us? Hot. <laughs> 
looks good in a suit, has a great job, has health insurance. Set up uh, the date over 24 hours in advance. Right. I was legitimately excited to go out with him this week. We took the convo to text to plan the date, and all of a sudden his text personality shifted, which resulted in the below screenshot. He did not talk like this on Hinge. Let's do the screenshot okay, first. Okay, let's do it. Ready? Is- I'm him. I don't even know if I could read this. This is so funny. I was like laughing. I can't believe he would not like this on Hinge. Like, how do you? Right. It's like. Was it someone else running his Hinge for him? Right. Right. Was it a bot? You guys will hear. Okay. Here's him. Awesomeness. And are you also in Santa Monica? I am in Ocean Park. Where in Santa Monica are you? Oh, noise. Same Z's here. How does a wine bar sound? Sounds great. Can normally wrap up by 6.30, so flexible on timing. Dopeness and coolness. <laughs> I usually wrap up around then, too. So maybe we can meet at 7.30? Sounds good to me. Want to do bodega? And you absolutely read my mind. Bodega would be bodacious. Is this Andy Bernard? I mean, (laughs) I'm okay with bodega would be bodacious. The word plays fun. One of these I could get over. Right. Noice, N-O-I-C-E, it's written. We have to put this on the Instagram. A hundred percent. Noice. This is horrifying. Do you think dopeness, he's bucking with her? I don't know. I mean, to have such a switch, dopeness and coolness in the same in the same text. He's also not reading the room. No, she's not. He, he's at an eleven, and she's at like a six. She's like all logistics right. at this point. She's like, maybe if I just speak normally, he'll catch on. It's not <laughs> working out. I don't know. Bodacious. Bodacious. Bodacious is to the point where you're like, is he fucking with That's me? That's what I'm saying. Right. You is get to that point, what's right. going on here? Yeah, he's just acting like goofy. Is he trying to turn you off? I would be like, what's up with all the like the the slang? I, <laughs> would you write to them? Is this the same person? I don't know if I would. I, I understand because I she's so would, logistical. When I I think I would go on the date, and on the date, I'd be like, I have to say, you text very different than you were on the app going on right. with that. I, I, I guess you have to acknowledge it. I mean, it's so weird. Why would he be doing that? I guess I would even go more specific. I'd be like, do you use bodacious in text a lot? And dopeness? That sentence doesn't even make sense. It's dopeness, exclamation point, and coolness, comma. I usually wrap around then too, so maybe we can be at some of the, the punctuation. He's, he's doing punctuation. I feel like he's trying to be weird. She writes, I have the ick so hard, I want to cancel the date. Half my friends think I should. Others think I should give them a chance. I mean, come on, dopeness and coolness. Why do we need both? And I'm being too harsh, but he's 34. Would love your thoughts. I, the way she described it is exactly right. He texts like a dad trying to be like, cool. <laughs> Curfew's at 1130. Hope that's bodacious with you right? gals. Does, yeah. Does he have a child that he asked to text you for him? Well, just tell her I'll just just tell her I'll be there at, at seven thirty. <laughs> Dopeness. It's a little Phil Dumphy. If we're gonna go back to and like Andy sitcom, it's Andy. You know, Andy Bernard goes one of two ways: like fun husband, great dad, or total douchebag. I I don't even know if he relates to any human right, on earth. Absurd. And Phil Dumphy is like the version of Andy that you'd want to be with: fun dad, right. you know. 
that's the direction that this could go. I'm incur- I'm not a give him a shot person, but I am in this scenario. If he was texting her normally on the app, maybe he's just on something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what would he be on? What, I, I, that's even worse. That's yeah, like the that's worst true. case scenario. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would probably go because they already have it set up. But I would I would bring it up. You got to bring it up. Yeah. How And you bring it up. I also see what he speaks like in person. If he says any of these words in person to your face, I'd be out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, vodka soda? Awesomeness and dopeness. Awesome uh, blossom, extra awesome. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I would go on the date. What she should do is go on the date, start using this language to him. Yeah, see how he responds. Just yeah, uh, what do you want to drink? Oh, all the uh, vodka soda. Be pretty awesomeness, of you, pretty bodacious of you, and then see if he like responds to that. I would like an update on this. I would love an update. I think she has to go. Yeah, I mean, by I, this, at this point, it's probably been a few weeks. So right, I think she should probably she's probably already gone or hasn't right. gone. But please let us know. I really would like an update from you and the whole crew. Absolutely. Well. We solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. Very proud of us. We did it in under 82 minutes. There we go. As we do. Yes. So. <laughs> look at us in and out. <laughs> um, we're, we, we will be back on Sunday with another Sunday special. And that's it for us. See you then. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.